Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show approved for robot consumption. It's E3 week, it's gamer Christmas E3! time. Oh man, I am one of your co-hosts, Blake Walker, the Fracken Cag, and with me today, back from wrangling wild llamas in the Haitian jungle, it is <laughs> Brian Phillips. <laughs> well, somebody has to. Somebody had to do it, man. <laughs> I'm just glad it was you. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. As far as our listeners know, I never left. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I mentioned it, and then I was like, well, I guess I really didn't even <laughs> didn't even need to. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot going on uh, this weekend, obviously. It is E3, so this episode is primarily going to be about um, Xbox's conference, uh, Microsoft's conference from um, Sunday. And uh, we will be putting out um, a couple of other episodes um, covering everything else from E3 this weekend. So here we go. Let's jump into it. Okay, okay. Right. So, how was your trip? How was your trip, Brian? Was it good? It was good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, it was, thankfully, it wasn't as hot. It wasn't the hottest season. We only got up into the 90s when it could have been like 110, 115. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> brutal. So, yeah, glad it was uh, manageable for you while you yep. were there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's what the trip was all about, making sure it was manageable. That's right, that's right. I mean,. <laughs> No, it was good. We uh, we went down. My wife is a nurse, so uh, we we did a medical trip, and I carried things and sorted things <laughs> and basically helped out however I could. Um, well, she did all the medical things. I did actually got to uh, I got to do triage. I got to do one one patient. Uh, so that was that was cool. I got to diagnose one person. Nice. Um, because Doctor Brian, so we were yeah we were. Uh, we set up clinic in this this jungle like community. It was kind of an open jungle space, like a clearing. And uh, like, yeah, it was like a clearing. Nice. Um, so we had a patient come over and sat down. We had our interpreter, and then uh, Jenna was in the seat, and then I was next to her. And then uh, she they they asked her, "Hey, do you need to go to the bathroom? Let let's show you where it is." And so she was like, "Oh yeah, I should probably do that before I get started." So she left. And so I looked at the interpreter, and the patient looked at me, and I went, well, guess I'm sitting in this chair now. <laughs> it falls to me. <laughs> so God help us I all. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Where? Uh, what's what's up? <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> is, that, is that this country? <laughs> this, yeah, they speak, they speak Creole, which is uh, kind of a, a spinoff of French. So yeah, uh, yeah, like a Caribbean. Well, obviously, no dialect. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. Weird, so, weird, but cool. I'm sure, it yeah, was I, interesting. I did the the one patient, and then towards the end, Jenna came back over, and I was like, "Oh, good." Um, so here's what I did. <laughs> she, <laughs> Hope it was right. She, she was like, she's like, "All right, well." Most of this is good. <laughs> you can't, you can't give a three year old child adult Benadryl. <laughs> but good but try. Good, try. <laughs> good work. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm glad you're back now. I'll go back to carrying heavy things. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yeah, it's a good trip. Good deal. Good deal. And you came back to uh, the perfect time, the perfect moment. Yeah. You arrived right, right before E3, yeah. So uh, today I was really looking forward to, I was supposed to do like a live stream, like reaction video. I felt really bad because I couldn't end up doing it, but now we're doing this instead. So yeah, uh, this will be fun. I get to talk to you we're both instead. Here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's kick it off because Microsoft had some um, pretty crazy, they came out swinging this year because they had mm-hmm. to, and Usually, usually I'm pretty impressed with Microsoft's conference, and then Sony comes along and they're like, "Hey, look at all this amazing stuff we have." And then I'm like, yeah, "Okay, Microsoft was pretty good, but it wasn't like yeah. amazing." They might they might beat Sony this year. It was it was really yep. good. What did you think of it watching it like live? So here's the deal: I've only ever done like uh, quick 
review recap things. I've never watched it live. So for watching it live and being able to be a part of that, that was really cool. Yeah. It's kind of an experience. Like they, yeah. There's a lot of production value that goes into it. Oh, geez, yeah. Like crazy amount. So first thing, it is no longer the Scorpio. No, no. We have an official name for the new... For the uh, mid-generation upgrade, as they as they called it. Yes. Which I'm I'm not Maybe. sure that's entirely what it is now that they've announced it. Yeah, I think it's a. I don't want to say a, a a cop out. I think it's just a way for them to try and save face, so that you don't abandon the people who've invested <laughs> day one. You know, on yeah Xbox One. For sure. For sure. I think uh, they're really making a push on this. Uh, like, the compatibility thing is huge, you know. Regardless oh, of yeah. what we do going forward, your Xbox One games will always work. Most of your 360 games will work. And then yep. we've got some other stuff to talk about later that's pretty yes. cool, too. Um, was a not, It was a pretty big surprise, but it was something I totally predicted. So we will, we will talk I, about that. Uh, I, was, I was surprised, but we'll get to that. Okay, all right, all right. So, yeah, the... All right. The Xbox, the new Xbox. It is the Xbox One X. X. Not at all going to be yes. confusing with the Xbox nope. One S. Yes. <laughs> so we've got Xbox One, we've got Xbox One S, and we have Xbox One X. X. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, okay, so here's, here's the thing with the name and something that maybe people didn't think of initially when they saw it. When you abbreviate Xbox One, you know, you always get the, the X1 or you get like X-Bone or... However, yep. people chose to abbreviate it. When you <laughs> abbreviate Xbox One X, it becomes Xbox. Yeah, that's so. I mean, that's that works on both levels, and I think that was smart of them to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, the X obviously stands for ten, and the Xbox yeah. runs on Windows ten, and you mm-hmm. know they're pushing the integration. It's essentially a PC. I mean, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's got all them teraflops. All them teraflops. All six of them. I'm going to propose now, you know, do with this what you will. Okay. But I'm going to propose nicknaming it the ox. The ox. Because it's it's supposed to be strong like bull. It's supposed to be like <laughs> like a powerhouse, you know. Yeah, yeah. Strong like the uh, ox. So I like it's it. It's the 1X. The one it's the X. ox. Yeah. That's good. It's good. I I may I may get behind it. I may get behind that. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I also like the idea of just calling it Xbox. Yeah, just Xbox again. Yeah. I feel like it's still going to be confusing, you know. So lots going on with this thing. It is just as powerful as they said it was going to be when they talked to Digital Foundry. Um, Mm -hmm. We know now that the Project Scorpio, the Scorpio, is the chip. That's what they're calling the chip that's in the Ah, Xbox One X. So. That was the whole deal behind that, apparently, um, mm. which is which is cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, everything they promised. We're getting true 4K, uh, 4K textures. Um, we're getting super sampling, upgrading uh, 1080p images. Even though, you know, for these for people like me that haven't jumped on the 4K train and bought mm-hmm. uh, 4K television yet, just not not cost effective yet. But give it a couple years mm-hmm. and it'll be the standard. Uh, won't take long and yeah hdr we've got the full you know high resolution uh, wide color spectrum um ice uh, what is it isotropic filtering that is what it is okay nailed it nailed first it. try For first try as far as they know <laughs> so um yeah really really cool um it I, we, we already talked about you know digital foundries uh, you know, specs of this Their thing review. and it's exactly yeah. what they said um but now we know that it is coming this year, uh, November 7th, it will be releasing for $499. I think that was, uh, it sounded like it was kind of the predicted price point from what I heard. Um, yeah. I think any higher would have would have been shooting themselves in the foot. Totally, totally. But you know what? I paid I paid 500 for my Xbox One when that first came out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll totally mm-hmm. be paying that again. Because this yeah. thing is, it's got the specs. It's got specs that are on par with the computer that I'm using right now, my PC. Or right. better, probably better. And, you know, I paid significantly more <laughs> for the PC. For the PC, I mean, yeah. th- that price point, while it is a lot, it's 500 bucks. It's solid for the hardware that mm-hmm. you're getting for that price. And not to mention, 
this is the smallest Xbox they've ever made. Yeah. yeah Wasn't yeah. that, like, mind-blowing? It looks like the size of, like, a, a Wii or a Wii U. Yes, that's exactly like the size. I, like They set the controller on top of it, and I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. like, it's setting two controllers next to each other, setting side by side, is wider than the console itself. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's crazy. But a welcomed, a welcome change. And I think it's funny that it's smaller than the Slim, <laughs> since that's yeah. the whole point of the Slim. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, that's good stuff. But they're using a lot of good tech. Uh, the one thing I don't think that they talked about with Digital Foundry is that it's a liquid-cooled vapor chamber uh, cooling oh, system. Oh, man. Which is amazing. That was awesome. Like, that was one of the things that when I heard that, I was, I thought it was cool that it had it, mm-hmm. but I thought that it was even better for the industry that it happened, that they announced that it had it. Because, you know, if you're you're the front-running machine, which Xbox One X, probably going to be the front-running machine, yeah. um, you're going to set the tone for upcoming stuff. And the thought that consoles in the future could have liquid cooling built in yeah blows my mind it's crazy it's crazy but but it's also necessary because this yes. console also has the power supply built in there's no yeah, brick that's awesome like the oh, other man. consoles you know it's just a straight yeah it's inside the box i can't believe they still got the power brick in it and it's smaller yeah than the yeah. slim like, like it makes no sense your, to me <laughs> your power management they they it was so innovative the way that they did it they actually named the process after the guy who came up with it yeah yeah the power (laughs) management that was crazy that was absolutely crazy um but also amazing like this guy it's a new like standard for the industry this isn't Mm -hmm. just something you know that microsoft can take advantage of oh yeah that's like that's insane absolutely insane so we, we got a ton of games that were announced um yeah they announced 42 games, 22 of which were console exclusive with Xbox One. Yep. Which was awesome. That is what they needed, man. They need those those exclusive titles. Um, mm-hmm. They need first party more so, yes. I would say. Yes. But, but the yeah, exclusivity is that. good. It's a good thing. First off, Forza. Yeah. You had mentioned in your Primo video. That we would definitely see. <laughs> we'd definitely see Forza. That Forza Motorsport 7. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. that's That's like... You know, law of the land, lay of the land, yeah, lay of the land, lay of the land. That's law of the land. That's that's <laughs> like that's the way it is. That yeah. you got a new console, you put out Forza. <laughs> right, right. And there's something unique about Forza in the fact that it's one game that takes place um, in small environments, with focused on like very few objects. Like you only have really like the cars and then the environment. Mm-hmm. So. That it allows them to u- utilize like a lot of the CPU to render just the graphics because they're yeah. not they're not rendering a whole open world or whatever mm-hmm. you know, so using them to show off like the 4K and the texture and the upscale uh, resolutions and I don't you know everything Forza does like the beautiful mm-hmm. scenery and the, the weather effects and everything it's the perfect game to show that off so it just yeah. makes sense that they came out the gate um, with Forza. And it looks good. And that that was a prime prime way prime way to show off the 4K abilities of of the of the ox of the ox. Um, <laughs> it's you know like you said it just it focuses primarily on the graphics in that game which is just awesome. Like you could show that video to somebody and th- if it was, you know, shot well, mm-hmm. then you would just assume that it was Stock car footage, you know. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Paige just caught a snip of it, and she goes, oh, wow, it almost looks like real life. I said, yeah, yeah it, we're getting there, like, way quicker than I thought, mm-hmm. which is not true. It actually is right in line with my timeline, but that's a story ah. for another day. So they announced uh, on stage, along with it, with Forza, uh, they debuted the 2018 Porsche 911 GT2 RS. Yes, yes. Um, they always do. I don't, Forza does the big thing with the cars. Like it was the G- yeah. Ford GT last year or last mm-hmm. time, whatever it was. Yeah, and the the Porsche thing's a big deal though because they never have Porsche or Porsche whatever at launch with the mainline mm-hmm. uh, Forza games. They they always come as a DLC, but 
this time, you know, they're in from the start and they're on the cover. And it was the first time that car had been seen anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Outside of which is a big deal, like for the car industry, you know. Oh yeah. Really quick, the gameplay, the engine itself looks really cool. They talked about how. Um, you know, the puddles grow as the storm, as rain happens and the heat will affect your driving and mm-hmm. like how your car responds to stuff. And it was really, they're really trying to drill into how the cars would actually respond. Um, the atmosphere, you know, sunrise. And, um, at one point I think I saw a, a dust storm happening. So there's a lot of atmospheric weather stuff, yeah. uh, that can kind of affect how the race goes. Mm-hmm. Which is realistic, <laughs> yeah. inclement weather, you know. Um, so that was pretty cool. Forza, Forza looks good, but it looks like Forza, you know. P- the people yep. that love Forza are going to be all about it. Um, what What surprised me was what followed Forza, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, the next entry in the Metro series. Um, oh man, which is which is nuts because it's weird to see Metro even on stage at E3, let alone part of a major conference and let alone like a headline title for like the graphics of the new console. Like, Oh yeah. Because that game looked amazing. Oh, it looks so good. And terrifying. Yeah. 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 And terrifying. So this is another instance of, I've seen tons of stuff about the Metro franchise yeah. Um, and but I I haven't played through them. They're on my list. They're in my library. I just haven't gotten to them. Mm-hmm. The, as soon as I saw this, I was like, Oh man, I need to I need to play these games. <laughs> I know. I've, I've worked through a decent chunk of the beginning of both of them, but I've never finished mm-hmm. either of them. And they're mm-hmm. just terrifying, man. And it's like, but it's not just the terrifying thing. I'm really really bad with games. Okay, I shouldn't say that. I just sometimes don't have the patience for games with resource management. And there uh, is just a ton of resource management. Every single bullet counts, you know. I hate and it. And it's, it's so tedious. Like, it almost takes the fun out of it. Yeah. But something I saw in the trailer was he had, um, not only are you out of the Metro, which is awesome. I mean, yeah. it is called Metro Exodus, so that's fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a crossbow, and he shoots the bolt, and he actually pulls it out of the dead wolf and gets to use it again. I'm like, oh, well, that solves it. Yeah, yeah, that solves the issue of like scrounging for ammo constantly, you know. Um, So I was happy to see see that. Um, But yeah, just looked really solid all around. Beautiful game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Next up, Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. Takes place in Egypt. This is an interesting one, too. This marks... uh, (laughs) Ubisoft going back to the drawing board and actually reworking, rebooting uh, Assassin's Creed from the beginning, from the ground up. The very, very beginning. Yeah, like literally. And and, uh, (laughs) also, once again, Origins, a very appropriate name. And um, it's really cool. You get to see, like, um, the origins. (laughs) God, wow. You get to see the origins (laughs) of the assassins and where Eagle Vision came from. Because he actually used a real eagle to uh, help him track enemies and... They, Makes sense. Yeah. And they added an RPG element to it, which is like, yes. Like, why have they not done that before now? <laughs> yeah. They, oh man, the, you, you play, I think the name, the name is Bayet, I think. It's what it sounded uh, like to me, Bayet. He's, he's, uh, I think they called him in the game as he was walking past NPCs. I think they referred to him as a Magi. Hmm. So it's kind of, kind of interesting to, if that's what it is, that they're kind of tying that lore together. It's Magi. That's kind of a cool kind of, uh, in my mind, it makes me think of like the Illuminati, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Secret society type stuff. So they're kind of tacking on to this, you know, organization that already has, uh, a history to it. So it's cool to be able to utilize that and, you know, link one thing with another, mm-hmm. um, with the gameplay on this, it, it, he's, you know, pretty standard um, Assassin's Creed style, yeah. climbing buildings, sneaking around. Uh, at one point, he uh, jumps off the top of this uh, building and is able to slow motion shoot this guard with his bow. And um, I saw an option that you can, like, move bodies around and stuff. Yeah, that was pretty cool. One moment that mm-hmm. I really enjoyed was there's two guys patrolling, walking one behind the other. 
he comes up and stabs the first guy and throws his knife. He throws the knife and at kills the other, the other guy. I was like, okay, like chained executions. Like that's that's, nice. that's a nice addition. I mean, okay, to be fair, I haven't really played Assassin's Creed like for the last two or three games, so maybe that's already a thing. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and they and of course it had the sheath. The sleeve sheath sword, uh, hidden blade, like in his <laughs> yeah, wrist. Yes, yeah, yep. That's of course <laughs> making its appearance. The signature weapon, of the assassin. So the NPCs that uh, you would fight against have numbers above their heads. Uh, I'm not sure if that's like a health or a difficulty or some kind of defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an experience level that you would get from fighting him. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna guess difficulty because of the introduction of the RPG elements. Yeah, it's probably got some sort of like level system to it now. Oh, oh man, we're about to we're about to hit the we, big one. Oh man, this next one. Oh. We as soon as I saw that, I was just I was my fist pumped in the Me air. Me too. I was standing in packs and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. So, so player unknowns battlegrounds, <laughs> battlegrounds coming to Xbox as an exclusive title. Oh, that's awesome! Freaking awesome, dude! I love that game. It is like my favorite game right now. It's been it's been really addicting. It's been awesome. Yep, and I saw on here. Did you see new maps? Were there new maps? It, so from the video yeah. that they showed, I was like, haven't pl- haven't played in that area. Haven't played in that area. Yeah. Maybe the mat's bigger than I realize, and maybe oh, you know I'm I totally, you. I, I mean, could sp- be. you know, yeah. spitting out whatever here. But it, I, it looked like new maps to me. It looked like you could walk around in like this, the inside of this building that I hadn't seen before, and there was this lake, and of course the textures, the graphics looked amazing. They were like, yeah, obviously, like out of this world compared to. The unoptimized <laughs> alpha PC version. <laughs> alpha that we've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> Look good though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll definitely um, be picking it up on on Xbox One X. Oh for man. sure. Deox. Uh <laughs> I'm just gonna keep subtly saying it in the background so that people go, <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. pick up the ox. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna catch, man. I could feel it. Uh next game, uh Deep Rock Galactic look like uh a rocky four-player mining extravaganza. I didn't see much of that. Was it kind of like a crafting type game, like Minecraft? Yeah. Or it, it it was in the same. I would say in the same essence of Minecraft. Yeah. Kind of combined with uh, uh, maybe Borderlands. Maybe. Okay, that's interesting. You think of it like that. Um, but as soon as that video was done. There was like a yeah woo, from the <laughs> I crowd. Love that. So. I love that where they get no reaction. Yeah, and it's just like like all yeah. right, uh, that's that's great. Until the guy goes exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> exclusive. Man, they changed that this so. year. That's one thing I want to note. Just side note. Yeah, is last year they got a ton of flack because every time it came on screen, it'd be Xbox One exclusive or. Xbox One and Windows Ten exclusive. So yeah, this year exclusive like that's all it was nothing (laughs) no pref preface all right all right side note over let's continue on here all right so the next game you played through the first one i believe i played i tried to play through the first one i've I've played through part of the first one as well state of decay 2 yes um promises to be the game that we were promised the first one would be (laughs) yeah uh looks like you're going to have to manage hunger, cold, you know, uh, some of the same things you had to manage in the first one. You had to hu- man- manage hunger in the first one, didn't you? Uh, I don't know about cold. I believe you did. Cold may be a new one. Yeah, that's yeah. that's different. Um, it looks like there's some kind of antidote you can use, it, but they're limited. So if somebody gets bit, yeah. you can kind of throw it in them if you deem you want to keep them. Uh, different types of zombies. Um and it was kind of an artistic style choice. I thought it was interesting. The character that had been narrating the beginning of the trailer, mm-hmm. as soon as his character died, it switched over. The voice switched over to the girl that he had saved earlier. Yeah. Um, that had nothing to do with gameplay, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if maybe, maybe that is, is a sign of gameplay. Maybe that's uh, saying that 
if one person dies, you have to you can switch to a different character that maybe you haven't boosted up in level as much or something like that. I'd say that's exactly what it is because that's how the first game was. If you died, yeah. you became one of the NPCs at your compound or whatever. Ah. So I bet you that was just them hinting, you know, that same system's See, I was, returning. Uh, I was just too Look good. At you. Never yeah, hey, if you had no idea, that was a yeah, solid, solid analysis. Also, I also just realized after watching it that the eagle logo makes a skull. Oh yeah. <laughs> totally didn't realize that. <laughs> anyway, comes out spring 2018. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. So like most of the things on this list. 2018, 2018, 2018. Yep. Um oh Metro was 2018 as well, just mm-hmm. to kick it back there. You know, you're going to have to introduce these next couple here because I think I missed I missed out on those. Next one was Darwin Project. It kind of looked like the the way that they presented it was kind of cheesy. It looked like uh, kind of a, I mean, it's survival of the fittest. Oh, this is the game show. The game show Battle Royale game. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, and they had like the announcer on stage and like fireworks and crap going off. Yeah. He was like, oh, oh, he's sneaking in the back. She's following the footsteps. (laughs) Oh, it's a shot in the back. Oh, it's two shots in the back. That's why I can't watch MLG right there. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I love I love video games, but that's a little ridiculous. It was a little bit silly, but <laughs> but you know if that's your jam, dude, cool. The conferences, yeah, there's there's always like a good like five six solid cringe moments in a in a good like <laughs> yeah. That's just how it goes at E three. Could be interesting um, if it if it is actually a game that holds up. Could be um, like a. You bring in different classes of people. One looked kind of like a prisoner type guy with a hatchet. Another was a, a bare bones survivalist type lady. She could, I think, she could turn invisible. So I'm guessing it kind of made me think of um, Overwatch. It kind of made me mm. think of Overwatch a little bit because yeah. it was kind of cartoony, but it was also kind of dark and stuff. But I think the cartoony was more from the game show <laughs> element that they right, yeah. were showing. So. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I think that's a good. That's an apt description, though. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's just it looks like Overwatch, but it might play like <laughs> Battlegrounds. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting stuff. Um, okay, so we're let's move along here. We got uh, Minecraft up next, of course. Minecraft, yep. uh, Microsoft owns Mojang, so they always come of out. Of course, in they would full force bring it out, and they brought the goofy chick back from last year that. Like yeah. when she's on stage, she talks like this, oh, like like man. really, really just like too big of an audience. I don't know. It's like she's like nervous <laughs> and like forgets how to speak to people almost. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh, you can just put them at your side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen 30 Rock? He's like holding the two mugs. He's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, anyway, the cool thing about Minecraft wasn't necessarily... I mean, they, they said, we're getting a 4K texture pack, which kind of made me laugh. Because <laughs> it's Minecraft. Because it's Minecraft. I don't know, man. Uh, hey, I'd, I'd like to these see blocks it. look slightly yeah. cooler. I don't know. It, um, I think it might look... It might look really good in 4K. Like, that sharpness. The, yeah. I don't know. The... the like the sun rays, that looked cool. Like the lighting oh, that they yeah. put into it, that looked really good. Um, but like the the slightly less blocky grass, I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the cool thing about it was it's supposed to be cross everything. Yes, yeah, big deal. Big deal, big deal. Cross, you know, from Xbox mm-hmm. to PC to... From what I understand, mobile. Yeah. It works uh, across iPads and your phone, everything that plays Minecraft. Everything. So I'm assuming that also means PlayStation, you know? Uh, yeah. I'd, I'm, I'd imagine, unless PlayStation says no. Unless they're like, you know? no, you can't. <laughs> yeah. We will be the only ones excluded from mine. But, so here's something else about Microsoft owning Mojang. It was kind of mm-hmm. talked about back when they bought them that they would be using them as a test bed for like this technology just because of the simplicity of Minecraft and how easy it was mm-hmm. to work with like the code and the Java. Um, that makes sense. Which they may have ported it. Uh, maybe they haven't ported it from Java. I don't. I don't know what they're doing there. But 
um, it's just really easy to, to like work with and play with uh, as a developer, apparently. So they've been using it, yeah, to work on their crossplay between console and PC and just figuring out what they need to do on the back end to really make that experience work. So it looks like if Minecraft is at the point where they're successfully implementing it, then maybe we're not too far off with other games, you know? Then it's going to yeah. come down to balancing controllers against keyboards and what we can do in that realm. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, But that's a whole different thing, you know? Just making it possible is the first step. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I mean, like, I played Minecraft a lot when it first came out. Yeah. Um, and then I think a couple years ago I got it on 360. Um, very quickly found out, there was a lot of frustrations. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of, a lot of limitations to what they were able to do with it. So there's just the, there's a definitive, nope, this is the edge of the map. Can't go any further. <laughs> yeah. That was awful. I think so. And it's, I think it's unlimited then, in the Xbox one version of it. I hope so. It's, I think, I mean, that makes sense if they're being crossed with PC. Um, yeah, you'd have to, to be able to play on that the was, maps. Yeah. Like join a PC yeah. player's map. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, Minecraft is always making its appearance. So nothing, nothing crazy there. Uh, next game was Black Desert Online. seemed seemed really cool. Had some um, awesomely detailed graphics. Yeah, it has a pretty decent open world. But it's been it's a PC game. It's been active for a long, long time. Sure. So I think <clears throat> bringing it to console is a good idea because it has a pretty big. Uh, player base uh, i didn't catch if it was going to be exclusive to xbox or not though mm. so i don't know for for fans of <laughs> black desert online this is probably a big deal but i don't really have much to say about it uh the last night oh man uh, that one looked good looks real good one of the like, coolest art styles i've ever seen yes yes oh man like i haven't seen that detailed of like that bit art yeah. style. Yeah. Oh, it's the perfect merge between 2D and 3D like art. Oh, absolutely. There was, there was elements like there's a scene where he's fighting through a bathhouse and the actual like baths are like stone and they're three dimensional objects and like there's water. But then the people yeah. are all two dimensional like bit, like eight bit, not eight bit, I guess, whatever it would be. Um, digital, like digi art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. If if you haven't seen the trailer, look up the trailer because it's called The Last Night. It was really, really cool. And usually I don't see trailers from E3 for like indie games that I'm like, man, I want to play that, you know? Like Cuphead mm-hmm. is like a rare exception, and now this is one as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just looks really, really cool. Uh, it kind of had this, I don't know if it was just for the trailer, but it kind of had this cool uh, kind of. M83 style music for the background, the band M83. Mm-hmm. Really kind of airy and I don't know how to describe it, kind of mystic type. It's almost like like ambient electronic. Yes, kind of. that's what it's it is. Ambient electronic. Nice, nice. <laughs> that was cool. The Artful Escape looked like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea something. what this game is, dude. It looks <laughs> I, like something... I, he's, <laughs> He's got a guitar. I don't know if he's like some kind of, is it a rhythm game? Right. Is he like strumming the guitar and like your button presses do different things to the environment or is it contextual? Is it a a platformer? You know. Is the guitar the only thing you could do? Like. (laughs) (laughs) But he's also got like this suit. So is he also like a time traveler? That's like the the look of it, isn't it? It's like a lab coat (laughs) with a bunch of blinking lights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was uh, that was an interesting one. I guess up to your own interpretation at this point because yeah. we have yeah, yeah. no clue. Uh, Code Vein. Code Vein. Yeah, yeah. It, Not for me. There was <laughs> there was that. Yep. That, that was a thing. Um, it's uh, <laughs> anime style. Um, looks like maybe hack and slash RPG esque yeah. type game. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It it looked like. This, the style of it looked like a combination between Devil May Cry and, like, older Final Fantasy, yeah. almost. Like, their faces looked almost cartoonish, I think. Like, a, yeah. I think a couple of the characters did. No, I, I totally, um, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think that it is a Namco Bandai, like, property. 
Which makes sense. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, the art style fits uh, the studio. So I don't know. If you're into those kinds of games, uh, check it out. It looked like it had kind of an interesting premise. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. There was like almost like possession or something going on, and that gave them their power. It was really strange. Um, mm. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to keep moving here. Because uh, the next thing was Sea of Thieves. Have you heard about this ahead of time? Did you know that this oh, was yes, coming? Oh, yes, I've been following Sea of Thieves. Um, I have I have some interest. I don't know if they're interesting. I have some opinions on, on okay. Sea of Thieves. So Sea of Thieves is made by Rare, which automatically got my attention because sure. the last time Microsoft let Rare make a game, you know, I can't even remember. So <laughs> let, them, let them come out of the cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the last thing they like really, really worked on was the Avatar system for like the 360 oh, yeah. and all that. Um, so Sea of Thieves is their new open world, open sea pirate game where you work collaboratively with other players, mostly your friends, and crew mm-hmm. a pirate ship, sail off, and do literally whatever you want as a pirate. So really interesting concept for a game. Not so sure it's going to get there, though. I know. I just I don't know if there's enough. That's the thing that worried me. So the announcer guy kind of had this uh, accent that it, his voice reminded me of um, the character Drippy in Nino Kuni. He's he's kind of like your uh, narrator companion. And he's got this. Oh, all right. You, 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 I, I can't do accents. <laughs> That was good. I mean, it started off pretty good there. It's it's supposed to be like Irish or Scottish or or something. There's a difference, I'm sure. Just like, oh, well, it's you and and here's your friend. Oh, oh, there's that guy. Watch out for the shark. Yeah. He's going to eat you. I do like that kind of like uh, breaking the fourth wall, like not taking it too seriously. Like this is a presentation, you know. This really laid like back. They, yeah. they like put the map down. He's like, "Oh, we're here." <laughs> it's like sweet transition. <laughs> well, that was a nice transition. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Look, it's looking good, but I want to see more. Like they need to prove to me that the content is really going to be there. Um, yep, they're really trying the to sell like the collaborative elements of it, you know, with how the guy could hold up the like he shot himself out the of the cannon to land with the mat or with the note. <laughs> And, like, could turn around and hold it up so everyone else could read it. Like, mm-hmm. those kind of mechanics aren't something you typically see um, in a game mm-hmm. uh, where it's really specifically built for you to collaborate with other players. So I think they might be focusing too much on that and not enough on having enough to do content with the, with the mechanics, you know. Yeah, so moving on, I think uh, this next one you may have a little bit to say about. I've seen it before. I, I don't know. I I watched the trailer. Um, I don't know anything about it. Okay. Uh, the next game that came out was Tacoma. Yeah, it's an indie um, title. Interesting style. Uh, had a lot of kind of blank, like almost computer, I don't know, like base characters, you know, without any details to them. Yeah. I'm sure that's a strong part of the game, and get, I'm sure there's they're that way for a reason. Um, what do you What do you know about Tacoma? I, all I know is that you're one woman trapped on an abandoned space station. And I think it has something to do with, like, AI and okay. maybe, like, um, the the interactions of AI and just, like, a story progressing as you work your way through the station and interact with it or something like that. Um, as far as I remember, I may be totally wrong, but I think, I think that's pretty close <laughs> to what mm-hmm. it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, which, interesting concept, you know, um, but it is an indie title. And uh, I think I didn't catch if it got exclusivity either, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I liked I liked the atmospheric style. Um, I mean, in, it looks like in the past Polygon had noted that it looked a lot like Rapture from Bioshock, and I would absolutely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Rapture in space, yeah, <laughs> almost. It's still that like eerie nothingness around you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that seclusion. It's cool. It's a cool concept. So let's keep moving. I, this next one had me kind of tripping a little bit because at first yeah. I thought it was Conquer, dude. I thought I I thought it was Sonic. I thought that was Tails. Oh man, yeah. See, I, once I saw it was a fox. Obviously, I'm like, okay, yeah. well, it's not Conquer, but it still like looked like it and kind of had the style, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, interesting, interesting looking game um, called Super Lucky's Tale. What do you What do you think yeah, about it? What did you, What was your like impression of the game? Uh, it was, 
it was kind of cool to see a game that kind of went back to that. Oh, you know, video games are also for your kids, you know? Right, um, right, yeah. They can just be fun I'm, and be like a yeah. casual platformer. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't have to it, be real intense, yeah. It reminded me a lot of uh, Mario Galaxy. Just, mm-hmm. you're, it's kind of 3D, but you're still running around collecting uh, coins and whatever and um, jumping from place to place. You got little enemies who just kind of hop in place where they are and right. you have to try and get around them. And They're like more of an obstacle than an actual enemy you fight yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, looks look good. It kind of, kind of made me be like, all right, yeah, cool. It's cool to throw, throw a kid game in there. Yeah. I, I felt the same. It was like, I know that this game is aimed like at children. It has to be just from like the skill level they're representing, yeah. like in the trailer, yeah. but I would play it. Like it reminds me of like Spyro yeah. or like yeah. crash or I don't know. I feel like that would be a, that would be a good game to play on uh, when you're sick at home on a weekday. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't want to go to work, <laughs> but I also can't handle handle anything. I was let's play uh, Super Lucky's Tale. Yep, yep, all day. <laughs> all right, so here's the big one. I'll let you talk about oh, this because you've been pumped for this game. Cuphead announced release date. Yes, September 29th. Yes, for real this time. I for real, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's cross our fingers. At this point, ah, just please, please, just be a good game. Mm-hmm. Please, just, just. I know that they <laughs> they showed it, and then people are like, "Oh, that's awesome, boss!" You know, you got a lot of boss fights and stuff. What else is in it? And they're like, "That's it." And they're like, "What?" And so they went back and added in a bunch of other stuff. You know, depending on who you ask, I think it would have been fine. Yeah. Just as boss fights, because now I feel like they've got all this extra stuff that they were like, this isn't part of our original vision. Mm-hmm. But, but we think you want uh, it. Like, yeah, yeah. They're putting it in because they think that that's what people want. I just, you know, I I love the art style. I think it looks great. Mm-hmm. I, I just want it to be good. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, it still looks good. I mean, they just yeah. pretty much showed repeat like stuff from trailer last year, and then yeah. the release date. It was a sh- it was a short thing. Uh, yeah, but yeah, still looks good. So can't wait to see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like they had to they had to release give a release date at E three. They had to, otherwise people would like otherwise totally lose faith. It was just done. Didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so moving on, we've got a, another Microsoft first-party title coming back into the arena, um, launching the same day as the Xbox One X, the Ox. The Ox. The Ox. And that is Crackdown 3, a game that we've been teased about for two years now at E3. Um, <laughs> they keep saying, oh, yeah, it's about ready, it's about ready. And uh, they actually were using their new cloud technology, cloud processing technology, um, they were using Crackdown 3 as like the test bed for that. So they have these these environments. Have you ever played any of the other Crackdown games? I haven't, but I've seen I've seen gameplay and I've heard about it. Okay, cool. So yeah, if you're like that the super powered cop, you know, he can jump real high and whatever scale buildings, you know, eventually mm-hmm. throughout the game. And in this one, you'll be able to collapse entire skyscrapers and they crumble apart. I saw that. Yeah, they crumble apart completely piece by piece. Um, and that's all, well, originally it was all going to be done on the Xbox One using cloud computing. I think that the Ox is just going to be powerful enough to run it, is, yeah. is my theory here. So that is why they chose to kind of hold off. They said, you know, thinking maybe they could optimize it a much better running just on the hardware without having to rely yeah. on the cloud. It just makes sense to me that they would have done yeah, that. Yeah, which is which is nice, you know. I mean, I like the option of being able to use that cloud, but uh, you know, if I'm in a place with that, I internet still isn't at a point where it's just you can't just assume that everybody has internet, unfortunately. Right, right. Or reliable internet. Reliable internet, yeah, exactly. Because you've got to be pushing what, like at least what five. At least five to even get connection, and ten if you want Probably. to play at all or something like that. Uh, megabytes, yeah. So, okay, then we we jump, we 
jump from Crackdown 3 into the um, annual ID at Xbox um, showcase, which is just like a quick list of all the uh, independent developer titles that Xbox is backing and helping develop. Um, So we're not going to talk about all these. Um, Let's just run down the list right here. If you have like a sentence or two to like kind of describe what it is, let's throw it out there and then just just keep going because there's there's too many on the list here. Okay, so we got uh, Osiris, New Dawn, Raiders of the Broken Planet, Unruly Heroes, Path of Exile, Battle Right, Surviving Mars, a uh, new Fable yeah, game, Fable's Fable Fortune. Yeah, Fable's the one I wanted to touch on. Fable Fortune. Sure. Um, it's like a, well, they're, they're making a card game to kind of go up against like Gwent and uh, Hearthstone. Gwent? Oh, sure, um, sure. Those types of games, but they're using the Fable branding. So it was kind of disappointing. This is the only Fable game we were getting out yeah. of this conference, but Fable is alive in some capacity. So Yeah, just holding on just a little just bit there. Just as a card game, so... <laughs> Um, Observer, Robocraft Infinity, Dunk Lords with a Z, <laughs> uh, Minion Masters Forced to Duel, Brawlout, Ooblets, Dark and Light, Strange Brigade, Riverbond, uh, Hello Neighbor, which kind of looked interesting. Yeah, I don't even um, know what is up with that game, but it did look yeah. intriguing, like, are you breaking into your neighbor's house or like what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Uh, graphics at least looked, you know, re- reliable in that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shift and the last one was Conan Exiles, which arguably biggest one on that list because sure. the new Conan game is pretty cool. Pretty cool the way cool. it's set up. Um, it's pretty much Ark Survival evolved. It's like the same concept, you know. But mm-hmm. anyway, anyway. Uh, next game on the list was Ashen. Yeah, yeah, which I believe this is the one um, where they have, like, no facial features, right? And they had the lanterns. Yeah. And they were walking through the yeah, dark. Yeah, you got to try and stay in the light. It, they, their thing was the the narration talked about the dark is older than the light, and um, mm-hmm. they're trying to live in the new light instead of just surviving in the dark. So I'm guessing that there's that at least gives a destination thought of where you're trying to get to almost sounds like journey yeah like yeah. same kind of concept i was i was kind of meh about it until i saw the the big dude at the end the, mm-hmm. the <laughs> guy that uh i don't remember i think he had like a big sword or something and was like 10 times their size <laughs> yeah it did uh it did look pretty cool a little bit different but uh i'm not opposed to that you know i'm i'm cool with mm-hmm. like a exploring different art styles and Seeing what we can do, I, I really like. I like respect the the studios that do, like the totally um, blank faces and like blocky mm-hmm. features, and they just focus mm-hmm. on telling a good story. Like, yes, all like hats off, man. Like if you can just tell yeah. a good story, even with using characters with no emotion or expression, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I I respect the hell out of that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. As a storyteller. I think it would be really cool if this game, I don't know if it's going to be this way, if, uh, if it's going to be just straight linear, mm-hmm. but I think it would be cool if it was a maze-based game. Okay. And so, like, whatever you find in this area, like, he, you, you get to that one guy, that giant guy, and he's down, like, the midway point of the maze, and then you've, at one point I saw this, like, dark... Um, shroud witch looking character that like shot through the dark as a shadow and um yeah i forgot about that yeah that was kind of crazy yeah so you had it'd be i think it'd be cool if that's how it turns out otherwise um you know might be an interesting game worth looking into as it comes out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. man so we're gonna keep on rolling because next up we got uh life is strange the second uh i think the second season of life is strange if i'm not mistaken yeah, is it a this is the second season or is it a prequel? I really couldn't couldn't yeah, tell. I couldn't really tell. I think it's a sequel. I'm pretty sure it's a sequel. It, yeah, that makes that would that makes sense for it to be a sequel because um, they said something about Rachel. I haven't played Life is Strange, but they said something about 
Rachel, so it seemed like that was a character that you should know from the first one. Uh, this is going to be episode one of three, uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm. Before the Storm, yep. That's, that's the new one. Cool stuff, cool stuff. I know that was a pretty popular game, so there's going to be a lot of people uh, pumped up about that. Um, mm. Then we rolled right into our Middle Earth Shadow of War oh, trailer. Man. Uh, that was a that was a hard hitting one. That was that was kind of cool. Yeah. So I mean, obviously you're you're a big Tolkien fan. I am as well. Yes. Um, Love yeah. Lord of the Rings. Did you did you play any of the first one, Shadow of Mordor? I I didn't. Uh, I was told that I definitely need to, and now I feel like I need to even more because what I f- I'm not sure, but I feel like what I picked up was that things from the first one might carry over. I believe Maybe. so. I think the way that they were talking, the nemesis system, yeah. it seemed like, yeah, some of the orcs knew him from the first mm-hmm. game, which is really cool if that's the case. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the nemesis system is something that drove me crazy in the first one because mm-hmm. they gave you, like, the bracket, you know? There was, like, the there's the three leaders at the top, and then down below is, like, their main guys, and then below that was, like, the henchmen and then, like, the foot soldiers. Mm-hmm. And you could meet these people at any time in the open world, these orcs. Mm. And they would, like, remember you. And, like, depending on what you did in combat, like, they would have specific lines of dialogue when they met you again mm. that would, like, reflect back to your previous, like, conflict. And that That's that cool. was, like, really, really cool. But I went through and systematically eliminated every single orc off the board except for, like, the last <laughs> two guys. And the guy before the last guy killed me. And when I came back, the entire board was full again. No. And I'm like, <laughs> I threw my controller and I was done. Like, I didn't play the game again <laughs> after that. That's it. That's, sorry to say. <laughs> I mean, I kind of <laughs> out on that one. But I, I could have kept playing and just played the story and played it right. But anyway, anyway, Shadow of War looks really good. It looks like a it does. big improvement over the first one, even. I think you had taken some notes, like you didn't really know how you felt about it, like, and I'm curious about that. Um, so yeah, what are you thinking? Like I said, I haven't I haven't played through um, Shadow of Mordor, so I wasn't quite aware of the style, the gameplay. Um, they use the Ring of Power as a an element of gameplay uh, to be able to kind of brainwash or like um, influence these characters that you'll come up against to have them join your side so you can have you can grow an army and have them fight with you that's I mean that's a cool mechanic but as far as the storyline goes I'm interested to see if there's going to be like some kind of corruption you know Um, because it's the one ring you know well, I, I don't um, know if it is. I think it might be a different... You think it's just a ring of a ring of one of the men or something like that? Right. I don't think it's necessarily the ring. I think uh, it's a ring. Um, a because ring. you have that elven spirit that's a part of you or whatever. And he sure. he's the one that forged the rings for Sauron, I believe, initially. Gotcha. And then Sauron had the one ring, obviously. And then right, I think right. what, like his captains had the others or something. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what it... I can't remember what it was. I, I honestly can't remember, so I'm, I'm not saying it isn't. You know, it could be the One Ring, but uh, I think he actually like the mind control thing comes from the spirit guy. The that's spirit. With you. I don't. Got I don't it. know if it's from the ring itself, um, but that was like a, that was a mechanic in the first one as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, you could not. You couldn't recruit them to your side in the first one. So that's that's a new thing. Um, very, very interesting. I think uh, I'm, I'm really curious to see where they're going to go with the third one, really. Yeah. To see if they go into Middle Earth at all. Um, mm-hmm. Like to go to Gondor. Like, yeah. that would be amazing. Uh, open be cool. open world Gondor. Anyway, we're, we got a little bit more to cover here and we are running long. So let's, yep. let's keep it keep it rolling. Uh, next one, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, sequel, prequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. Um, if that was your jam, cool, you know? <laughs> yep. I, I know somebody that, so actually, uh, my buddy Matt, his girlfriend, uh, Corrine, was never really like a real hardcore gamer. When they moved in together, mm-hmm. she discovered Ori, and she kind of, you know, wasn't like 
amazing at it. At first, she was just kind of getting the hang of it, and now she can beat that mm. whole game in like three hours. She's played it like over and over and over and over, That's and has awesome. memorized everything. Just fell in love with it. So, I know there's people out there that are just obsessed um, with Ori. So I know she'll be pumped about that. Um, one thing I really wanted to do when we got to this part, <clears throat> if you will allow me to maybe do a dramatic reading of your exact notes from this part. <laughs> <laughs> so, keep in mind, from my from my very detailed description that I just gave, I obviously know so much about Ori. <laughs> I don't know anything either, but I was reading through these and cracking up. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna read through the list here. This is uh, this is Brian transcribing the details of the trailer as he was watching it during E3. Ori in the Will of Wisps. Some giant rock toad thing. (laughs) Bunch of lemurs in front of a windmill. Neon spore spider. (laughs) Firelands with a storm. Some owl. Some owl. A floating feather. Bird tree something. (laughs) Spirit lemur. (laughs) Cracked eggs. Rain makes it look like skeleton bird trees are crying. (laughs) And bunch of skeleton bird trees. (laughs) as the final one. I mean, as far as it goes, totally apt description. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed the description of the trailer. That was every moment from the trailer uh, broken down right there. And that was hilarious, dude. I was cracking up. (laughs) Spirit lemur. (laughs) It's great. It's great. Well done, sir. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So the next thing, the next thing is the big thing I really wanted to talk about. Um, Yes. Phil Spencer, I think, really, really gets a kick out of doing these, like, big reveal things. He always gets, like, this smirk on his face, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And totally, like, justified. Like, Phil Spencer's an awesome dude, and he's doing a lot Mm -hmm. uh, as head of Xbox to make it it great again. And this is just one thing um, we've talked about before. He believes in complete forward and backward compatibility. Um, anything that comes out now should work on every console going forward, um, regardless. Yeah, that's cool. And that's a great vision to have. Like, it's amazing. And hopefully they stick to it and it works out the way they want. Um, but they took it a step further this year, announcing that they have 385 titles in their 360 um, library now for backwards compatibility on Xbox One. And as the list of games scrolled down the video screen, he said, oh, and we've been working on something else. And this green glob appeared in the middle of the screen. And and it was the original Xbox noise. And they announced, uh, yeah, that OG original Xbox games are coming to backwards compatibility on Xbox One. That's awesome. Which is crazy cool, man. I have so many old Xbox games, like KOTOR, like both of the KOTOR games, mm-hmm. um, like old school Counter-Strike, uh, loved playing that, the old Splinter Cell games. Uh, Doom 3 was originally Doom 3. on Xbox. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So I had actually predicted that they may do this, and I made another bolder prediction that... Uh, they would offer the entire OG Xbox library like free because like, like what the hell's the point at this point? (laughs) Like they're all dollar games, you know, might as well. Um, but I I don't think that'll be the case. It's just whatever you own, you know, uh, that, that would be way too much hassle on their part. Maybe some kind of, maybe, maybe some kind of marketplace integration, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll see. That might be tougher to do. Yeah. But, who knows? Who knows where we're going to go? But they did announce that Crimson Skies is definitely coming, um, which yep. was huge. Yep. That was a huge first-party title, and that is one I wish they would bring back because I love any kind of like pull Just as like a, simulator. as a franchise. Yeah, yeah, it was a decent franchise, and there's not very many like aerial combat games besides mm-hmm. like Ace Combat, and I think it's something that uh, Xbox needs like as an exclusive. Sure. Uh, Anyway, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they had mentioned um, a few games, Gears of War, 4, Forza Horizon, 3, Killer Instinct, Minecraft, uh, I think one or two others, that they would be getting free 4K 
updates. Yes. If you already had them. So that was cool. That was really cool. That was a yeah, really cool announcement and uh, a lot of third party support for the 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which, that's awesome. Which isn't uh, like that like surprising because a lot of them have already done uh, patches to the PS4 Pro for their games to run at 4K. Mm-hmm. So I think you know it's kind of a no brainer for a lot of them, especially the big ones like EA and you know, Activision and whatnot or mm-hmm. Ubisoft. So I I was taken by surprise for like with the last big reveal of the show. Yeah. Yeah, as uh we actually saw it yesterday a a very brief teaser for a new game uh from BioWare and EA called Anthem. Mm-hmm. They teased it at their panel yesterday uh teasing that it would be revealed at the Xbox panel and it was a pretty pretty awesome reveal um yeah this game i will tell you is exactly what i wanted destiny to be Um, good that's that's funny because that's actually it it looked like in my brain it looked like a cross between destiny and horizon zero dawn yes yes that's like exactly what it is man and it's great it looks awesome um, the whole like exosuit part of it, like the whole like freelancing, venturing out into the unknown. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just do like a quick rundown of what Anthem is uh, for the listener. If you haven't seen it, it's very similar to Destiny. It's like an open world exploration game, um, but it has much more realistic graphics than Destiny does. Um, mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Like the graphics were incredible with the facial animations. <sighs> Holy cow. Which was almost like like a big middle finger to the community because BioWare just got off this huge controversy for their facial oh, animations right, in Mass Effect. Right. And then they released like one of the best looking facial like uh, yeah, gameplay clips I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, you start in like this city and the city has a giant wall that defends it. And, and nobody leaves the city because outside is uh, the jungle, the savage lands as they put it. And uh, there's all these like different kinds of beasts and um, like robotic creatures as well, like you said, Horizon Zero Dawn mm-hmm. kind of esque um, looking creatures. Uh, everything I saw in the trailer when they were outside the wall almost looked like Pandora from Avatar. Yeah. Like, had, I could, yeah, had a very I would agree similar with that. vibe. Like the creatures looked like like that. Like they had like the six legs, you know, and like the weird kind of bluish skin, and I I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, looked very James Cameron esque to me, but uh, not a bad thing. I love Avatar too. Yeah. <laughs> what did you What did you think about it when you saw it? It looked good. I uh, I couldn't tell at first, and this is just a, a design um, uh, critique on my part for the trailer itself. But I couldn't tell at first if the uh, voices I was hearing in the game were. Um, the characters in game talking to each other, or if they were supposed to be like players talking to each other. Mm-hmm. As soon as I figured out that they were players talking to each other, I was like, "Oh, got it. Okay, so this is like multiplayer. You jump in or call people in, and you can you know take stuff on online, right? Awesome. Like with your friends." And it yeah. uh, it's 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 I think it's cool that you know you've got these um, exosuits, these uh, javelin suits that you can customize into different. Classes, um, what were they called? There's um, the Ranger, I think, was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colossus was another, kind of this like tank type character mm-hmm. or tank type suit. Um, so it's, I think it's cool that you can kind of customize the gameplay uh, to suit the way that you want to play. I'm always, always support of being able to. No, yeah, you know, I want to, I want to sneak through this area, or I want to be able to. To just power through, you know, if you have that option. Absolutely. And I I think they're doing a really cool thing with the javelin suits. I think the fact that they fly like Iron Man's suit is like one of the coolest things about them. I was just thinking that. Like, just like Iron Man, like the hands out, the booster boots, you know, just you can glide. That's that's like your primary mode of transportation in this game, which is amazing. Absolutely. Like that gives them so much more versatility to make the environments, you know, more three dimensional. And it's not Mm -hmm. just a bunch of paths, you know, scattered through a big map. Yeah, it is three dimensional space and just being able to go anywhere. And the environments are beautiful and incredibly detailed. 
Like, yeah, I, it was almost it's almost unbelievable, you know, like what they showed off today. And I don't know. I, I'm really excited. But like you said, the customizable, um, like the customizability of the suit. And uh, they said there's going to be a lot of it. So this isn't going to be like Destiny where you're grinding and grinding and grinding just to get a new whole suit of armor. This is going to be, you know, mm-hmm. I think more of a streamlined system. Maybe there'll be like credits or something in place instead where you can purchase upgrades for your suit. Um, yeah, I th- like you I don't know. bring it back to a, like a marketplace in the city or something like that maybe. Right, like there's a workshop or something. They yeah. kind of showed, you know, you getting in the suit like when it was mounted up and they were working on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. This that is a trailer. If you're if you're gonna watch anything from E3, you need to watch this trailer as one of them. Yeah, um, was really really impressive. And once again, 2018. So <laughs> it'll be a yep. while before we <laughs> get to play it for real. But uh, keep an eye keep an eye on it. They'll probably show it again at Gamescom or something. Um, yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. Well, awesome. That brings us November seventh. Oh yeah, November seventh. It's coming out. It's coming. X the the ox itself is pulling out the gaming cart. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but Microsoft has hitched its cart to the ox completely. Boom! Look at there. There it is. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for fixing that for me. <laughs> this has been great. This is this has been fantastic. Um. Yeah, so that wraps up the Xbox uh, side of things for this year at E3 2017. But this is just the beginning because we've already had mm-hmm. EA. We're about to actually Bethesda's is happening as we're recording this right now. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna have Ubisoft. We're gonna have PC, and then of course Sony and Nintendo. So mm-hmm. keep it here. Keep it with uh, bit by bit. We're gonna have a couple more episodes this week, uh, just kind of outlining everything that's happening as it's happening, kind of. <laughs> And, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, just want to keep you updated on everything that's going on in gaming culture this week. Big week. Big week. Big week. Let's uh, let's get on up out of here and get some sleep so we can do another one of these, like, tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, frack and cag. Aged expressions. Let's get out of here. Let's catch the next one. All right. See ya. Later. Hey, thank you all for listening uh, to our first episode of E3 coverage for the week. Stick around. We're going to have two more episodes coming out, one following the Sony conference and the Nintendo conference, as well as all of the third-party developers uh, in the third episode. So those are coming out this week. A lot of content coming at you. I hope hope you'll give it a listen, and uh, you know where to find us. Check us out on social media. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, YouTube, Twitch, anywhere that you can search for people, you can find us. Look us up, the Bit by Bit Podcast, at BitXBitPodcast. Hope to see you soon. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Isa filter, what is it? Isostopic, isotropic fits, isotropic filtering. God, I hope they let Todd Howard speak at the Bethesda conference again. That dude's a f***ing nut job. <laughs> <laughs>